Hey everyone, welcome to Dangle Me This, the greatest fucking hockey podcast on the planet. Season two, episode five. I'm Chris. What's up, Lance and Rowan? Howdy. Um, all right, so we got an absolute ton to talk about. Um, before we get into crazy trades, uh, let's talk real quick about All Star All Star Game Weekend. Yeah, uh, not not too much to say on that subject. I mean. This was ESPN's first All-Star game back with the media rights, and honestly, it just felt very lackluster from a production and broadcast standpoint. Uh, you know, I feel I'm not going to take this opportunity to dunk on the Lightning or anything with Patrick Maroon, but he felt like a fish out of water out there. I don't think he was really set up for success to be in that role. Um, you know, just the, the the whole presentation of everything was just very very lackluster just seemed kind of just cobbled together i don't know it was just weird like the the skills competition was the best part but then you had things like mcdavid not competing in fastest skater and it's just like what the <laughs> hell is going on that's so, been the draw though for for years though is not the actual game but the just the skills competition right <clears throat> because the game so, itself it, it's it's just beyond meaningless it's just like oh yeah the, the winning team gets a million bucks and it's just like we do not care (laughs) mcdavid makes that in like about maybe a week of his season like no it's nothing too crazy so Uh, did i go over my did i go over my idea of having uh like an ahl or ohl yeah yeah a few podcasts ago i believe i was gonna bring that up okay we've we've missed out a lot because we have not recorded since the last one (laughs) so it's been been a january yeah a lot has happened. Yeah. And a lot but, has happened quickly, too. Oh, yeah. Quick. <clears throat> quick. Right. Quickly. Yeah. Quickly. Quick. Um, real quick, though, how funny is it? The uh, the suspension uh, Casimir gets for chucking the water bottle at that ref. <laughs> oh, yeah. That yeah. I mean, so hey, dude, dude's got an arm, man. At least now we can, like, you know, if he doesn't tell me like hey i'm going to an nhl team next year like at least we can maybe have a future in the nfl you know yeah right yeah. So. i'm i'm glad the uh the sort of the sentiment online is like yeah maybe he should have done that it's whatever but what a throw <laughs> like dude's got an <laughs> arm <great>. dog <laughs> uh so those those of you who don't know uh kesmir kaskisu who is on um a previous i think season two episode he, one yeah he was the player we got to interview at the beginning of this season yeah, and he was pissed off about something the refs did or or said or something, and and he skates by and he grabs this water bottle and just launches this thing past the <laughs> past the faceoff circle and hits him right in the back and gets a five game suspension and misses the rest of the season. So you know what that Sorry. zebra had it too good for too long. I'll say it. <laughs> yep, I couldn't agree more. It's a, it's a rock star move. Listen, rocks absolute yeah, rock star move, hundred <laughs> percent. So we stand with you, Kaz. Absolutely love it, goat. Love it. Um, all right, so let's jump into this latest trade deadline. So we were, we talked quite a bit, obviously off air, uh, about how how hard this is going to hit. Like if it's going to be a wild, wild year, it'll be like the last few years where it's kind of duds. Um, and I think it definitely impressed. I had, 100%. Uh, <laughs> I had, I had called that Kane was getting traded about forty six times um, in forty six days, and finally I was right. <laughs> Um, and some good, you know, I think movement for, uh, for Vegas and, and the Red Wings that we'll get into here in a second. So, um, all right. So we're all looking at the same screen. What, um, you guys just start naming off some of the more notable trades and we can give some quick hot takes on those. 
Yeah. So obviously there's the um there was the inevitable question about John Klingberg going into this season, you know, John Klingberg mm-hmm. being the Norris candidate and whatnot, priced himself out of Dallas, fired his agent because he wanted to bet on himself, and then signs a one year with the Ducks thinking, you know, he's gonna regain his form. Jay Fresh, everyone's favorite, you know, hockey analytical source said that John Klingberg has had the worst defensive metrics of any defenseman <laughs> in the salary cap era on a team that has just abandoned all defense. And like, Yikes. that's, that's not good at all. So, um, there, you can imagine the return on a defenseman whose job is to play defense. Um, you know, it, it's, it wasn't that big. Like when we're talking, it wasn't that big. You could have not told me like in 2015, Andre Schuster would be part of the same trade as John Klingberg. Like <laughs> there is no world where those two would have been equivalent, but apparently it, it's this one. So the trade was John Klingberg, 50% retained by the Ducks for Andre Schuster, the rights to prospect Nikita Nestorenko and a 2025 fourth round pick. So not even a pick from this year's draft, a one from 2025. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, that's uh <coughs> I remember betting heavy on Klingberg back in the day in fantasy. Like I remember telling Chris, like, Chris, you gotta take John Klingberg, you gotta take John Klingberg. And I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. you did. And I'm pretty sure he was a beast. Like he used to he's just a shadow of his former self now. It's yeah. it's honestly kind of sad. But hey, listen, he bet on himself, you gotta respect it to an extent. But yeah, just a kind of a brutal year. I don't think he's, you know, gonna be excommunicated from the NHL anytime soon, but he'll probably get a lower lower end deal. Like medium term, he's probably team. gonna sign somewhere. Like you know, he might go to like a Vegas or something with like a chip no, on his shoulder and just no, be like, "Yeah, you. no, no, not at all." Um, <laughs> thank you, but no, I, thank I would you. not. We vetoed that. Um, didn't he turn down like a big long term offer from Dallas? Like MRR? Apparently, he turned down like a forty five million dollar deal or something like that. Oopsie. Well, yeah, that's what I that's what I heard. But um, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, uh, the Ducks, Ducks, this deadline, they truly did next to nothing. Um, they just moved a couple of AHL contracts. I mean, the most impressive thing that they did was trade like Dmitry Kulikov. And then that was kind of it. So yeah. and even yeah. then they took on salary to make the trade work. So, yeah, I don't know. This is absolute flop by the Ducks for a trade deadline, in my opinion. Yeah. Are we going uh, just in alphabetical order here? Yeah, might as well, right? Just right. touch on everything. So, I mean, if we're going to Arizona, we got one of the coolest trades I've ever seen. It's not really that significant, but you got Arizona acquire Brett Ritchie and Connor Mackey for Nick Ritchie and Troy Stetcher. Brothers traded for each other. <laughs> Love it. How wild Just is that? Never... High five at the uh, airport. <laughs> I mean, Brett Ritchie's probably pissed. You got Well, I mean, Calgary's awful too, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess Arizona's <laughs> <I> mean... nicer. <laughs> uh, Troy Stetcher, he awesome. played for the Wings for a couple years. Yeah, he was decent and on sucked. the wings. I uh, he's all right. He's all right. He had one goal. He sucks. He had four goals actually, Chris, over two years. So uh, yeah, but on one Etcher's year name. he had one goal. So <laughs> don't fucking correct me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he only played sixteen games that year. Give him a break. Yeah, he, uh, he played um, sixty-one with Arizona this year and has zero. So <laughs> lighten it up. Um, are we going through all the Yotes? Uh, yeah, we can probably say the notable trades. Ones. So the notable ones, yeah. Obviously, yeah, the big one. Dad, picking yeah. up Vorchak. Vorchak's contract, more or less. He's probably yeah. never playing again, which is why Sad. they did it. And talk about his... him and Datsuk and all those guys yeah. are playing, right? Legends. Well, yeah. Speaking of um, Arizona, so like everyone always clowns on them for like taking on salary. They finally have a top line right wing 
or another top line winger to play with them. So now it the all time Arizona Coyotes list is Datsuk, Kane. Obviously, you have Pronger and um, Weber on defense, and then who else am I Osa. forgetting? Marion Hosa. Osa. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't realize that uh, the Kaner was like a three way. Yeah, it had to be three deal where uh, Arizona's retaining part of salaries. Yeah, well, right, what, a, uh, what a business. I don't even sorry. understand what yeah, the hell's going on so, here. It's so dumb. But I think the most important thing that Arizona did this whole deadline was um, obviously the Jacob Chikrin rumors are finally at an end. He's now an Ottawa senator. Mm-hmm. And we'll admit the haul that they got for him kind of un- kind of underwhelming. I'm pretty First sure. round pick, second round pick in 2024. Yeah. Didn't LA offer more though? And they turned it down until before they went for Gavrikov and Corpusalo? Apparently LA wanted to offer like one of their prospects that kind of stalled out. I forgot who it was. It wasn't was it um, Bjornfot? I don't know if it was Bjornfot. It was a forward, if I'm not mistaken. But um Take a look. Yeah, I don't know, but Kings apparently just or the Yotes didn't want to do that, but who knows, man. Um, I don't really see anything else. Yeah, nothing. I mean, Shane Goss was spared to Carolina for a third. Yeah. That's a that's an incredible value for Carolina. Uh, pending UFA, but I mean, Goss is still got some gas left in the tank. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's twenty nine. Wow, I thought he was older. Damn, <laughs> I feel like I he's like been in the that. league forever. Damn. Um, and then obviously they offloaded. Uh, Shea Weber took on Shea Weber's contract. Uh, and a fifth from Vegas. Gave up, give us Dyson Mayo, who I'm pretty sure I was goofing on his last name not a day before he was traded. <laughs> so I manifested that. Um, yep. Welcome to Vegas, like Dyson Mayo. Um, and then another notable piece in the, uh, the Patrick Kane three way retention is uh, the Blackhawks get Vili Saryarvi, a Red Wings legend. <laughs> never played a game for the Red Wings but was drafted decently high third round I remember what people were saying like he was like oh, so, such a sick defensive prospect he's got so much potential and he is currently 25 and has never played in the NHL so that's what you hear about every Red Wings prospect it's noxious <laughs> yeah so I Rasmus he, I could just go on forever Rasmussen's not that bad he's he's just like a big stand in front of the net just kind of grind got some greasy tappings here and there nice nice little snipe occasionally but yeah the big body that could be a whole episode of all the all the next coming of jesus's <laughs> in detroit yeah there's been one too many for some reason it lets me click the atlanta flames here on yeah and, yeah, I saw that. And yeah. thrashers as well i like clicked on it because i'm like oh oh wait <laughs> that's okay. not real oh you didn't know the atlanta thrashers are part of the deadline this year well, well pa- apparently be soon they acquired Drew McIntyre, or Brett Feasterling for Drew McIntyre in 2011. Blockbuster, so. man. Uh, moving on to Boston. Uh, Boston, that's uh, just loading up for war, man. Yeah, I like it. Um, I like the I like the Bertuzzi trade just because of the what the Red Wings got from him too. Yeah, I mean the kid was always fucking hurt, so I'm I'm whatever. Yeah, I'm not gonna bash. I'm not gonna bash every fucking Red Wing. So whatever, good good trade. That's hey, all I'll say. He played with a lot of heart. So I mean, I I appreciate his time as a Red Wing, but uh-huh. I also appreciate the first round pick and the fourth round yeah, pick. So that's, I mean, that's gonna be nice. Not a terrible return for a pending free agent. And apparently, they were talking contract, but couldn't really get close on anything. So mm-hmm. pr- pretty good deal there from. Uh, what TV. is he a UFA then after this year? Yes. Okay. Nice. 
Well, you can just come back then. Um, no. <laughs> um, I like the thing about the Red Wings that makes me nervous about all these like nice picks that we're getting is we've floundered so many in the past <laughs> when uh, yeah. when yeah. that dipshit was running our team, uh, Ken Holland. Yeah. Um, just brutal, just absolutely brutal. Like what he would do to all these prospects and just retaining just these morons who were playing for the wings. I'm hoping Stevie wisens up to this and does shit like this, like where we're trading off players to get. Like you're trading them when they're when they're worth something. So you're not waiting until the Danny Clearies and the whoever is like abdicators who you just let fall into oblivion and you're just holding that cap space when all these young guys are like, yeah, dude, I kind of want to play in the NHL. So see ya. And we yeah. lose out on all of them. Yeah, I uh, I'm looking at so Eiserman took over as GM April 2019, and I'm looking at Philip Zadina was drafted in 2018. So that was Ken Holland's last hurrah was taking Philip Zadina over Quinn Hughes. Um, and Zadina was again another coming of Jesus Christ. Well, he fell in the draft, and like you got to take the best player available. And like I'm gonna fill their nets with uh, I'm gonna fill their nets with pucks or whatever the fuck he said. Yeah, well, whatever he said, Philip Zadina. No offense, probably a great guy. I would much rather have Quentin Hughes a million billion (laughs) times over. Like, oh man, that's so depressing. So yeah, just a bit of a blunder there from Kenny. Good send off. Yeah, but back, to, back to Boston. Where is he at right now? He's ruining uh, uh, Edmonton. Well, the Oilers. Yeah. yeah Oilers. Oh, yeah. Thanks, dude. <laughs> McDavid's getting four points a game and they're still losing all the time. Oh, weird. Saying they don't know how to build a team. All right. Anyways, um, anything else from the Bruins? Orlov. Pick up? Orlov. Orlov and Hathaway, which was a crazy. Like they said, like, oh, yeah, they were scratching Hathaway and uh, Orlov for trade related reasons. And then oh, it would like it was just instantly that se- like that night they did not have to wait on a trade because it just fucking happened. Uh, they're, they've been calling him Bobby Orlov because apparently in five Bruins games he's got nine points as a defenseman. Holy so he's, he's, he's a insane beast. <laughs> yeah. Um, they obviously had to ship out Craig Smith to do so, but end of the day, Craig Smith was like a forward making like what three point one million dollars to play on a fourth line. Correct. Yeah, it was just it was obscene, and they like scratched him a bunch of times. Like he's not working out here. So, yeah. but honestly, the return Washington guy they got a prospect, Craig Smith for like another year or two, which is all right. You know, filler player, and then a first, second, and a third. That's pretty good. So, yeah. and a first this year in a pretty deep first round. So even though it's going to be a late first, it's still a pretty valuable pick, especially in the twenty twenty three draft. I like it. Um, all right, who's up next? Um, Buffalo. Buffalo. Buff. Um, Let's see. Rasmus Afflund. That's a surprisingly notable trade. I know Asplund's been in the a seventh uh, round pick. Yikes. He's been in the Buffalo organization for a while, drafted in 2016. So um, it's a pretty notable trade. I don't think he really came into his own. He was like a yeah, 33rd overall. So like, they had high hopes for him, <laughs> I remember, but didn't pan out quite the way they thought he would. Um, seventh round pick. I don't know. That's just like a, hey, like here's a player, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's um, kind of weird. They picked up Greenway. Yeah, they picked up Greenway. No yeah. salary retained. I mean, Buffalo. I don't. I really don't know how to think about it because it's like they they they're almost there. Like they are contending for the wild card right now, and 
if your biggest ad of the trade deadline in a year where, you know, JVR, so-and-so, like Patrick Kane, all those guys are getting traded and your biggest ad is Jordan Greenway. It's like, <laughs> I get that you're, like, yeah, I get that you're adding. Liner. Yeah, like I get you're adding, which is fantastic. It's great news. It's like, no, for like the people of Buffalo, like it's good to see the Sabres want to like buy it. But when, you know, your biggest ad is Jordan Greenway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... Uh, I will it's, say it's, it's a bit underwhelming. That's what I'll say. And then obviously future considerations for Anders Bjork, part of the Taylor Hall trade. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll say a little Jordan Greenway trivia that I just learned about two seconds ago. He's from New York. Yeah, so. he's basically hometown boy. If I had to guess, yeah, about a three hour drive. How close? Yeah, it's close, solid. close enough. Better closer to Minnesota, probably. But um, that's about it on the buffalo front i mean eric portillo yeah. is like a u of m goalie to la for a third round pick yeah uh, that's about it <laughs> um we can skip calgary we already talked about that yeah uh, calgary legit did like next to nothing they yeah. just made a trade to make a trade which is uh, kind of crazy uh, california Canes. golden seals nothing Canes, <laughs> um Canes Canes about Texas bear and uh please rv jesse yeah pool party they uh, added him yeah, I like that. He seems like a Kane's kind of player to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Finland. You know? Come on. He's going yeah, yeah, to finish also fin- Finland with Sebastian Ajo, you know? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they're going to they're be just fine. For some reason, I almost called Svechnikov finish. I'm like, that's not even close. What the hell? But um, yeah, I mean, that's a great trade. I mean, they, they win that all day. Like, that, they're, that was a free player. That was a free player. So pot- potential still there. Uh I think that's great, and obviously the Gosses pair for a third was a phenomenal value trade mm-hmm. as well. Like Arizona could have gotten a little bit more out of that, maybe like a like a second or like a third and another lower pick. But um, yeah, I mean, listen, pay two low low cost, low risk, high reward pickups. So I don't hate it. Yeah, not too bad. Um, let's move on to Chicago. You know, obviously a lot with end uh, of the an era with. Yeah. Uh, We'll get to that with New York. Um, but what else? They picked up Jake McCabe. Or no. Traded Jake McCabe. Yeah. They traded away Jake McCabe. They Joey packaged Anderson, him to, to the Leafs with uh, Joey Anderson. Yet. Yeah. Not Joey Anderson. Uh, Sam, Sam Lafferty. Lafferty. Yeah. Um, um, Zaitsev, they picked up. Max Domi, they traded to Dallas. And I honestly, I wanted Vegas to go after oh, yeah, another winger. Uh, it's towards the second one towards the top. Um uh, Dallas gives yeah, up yeah, yeah. Uh, Gudobin's contract and a second round pick for Max Domi and Dylan Wells, a uh, prospect. Um, That's yeah. solid for Dallas. I think they picked up the better, better yeah. part of that. I mean, Domi's got 49 points in 60 games this year, almost 20 mm-hmm. goals. Domi so. was the bright spot on a awful Blackhawks roster. <laughs> he really was, yeah. Yeah, so I, I really wanted Vegas to go after another player like that. I'm really happy with Barbashev. Like, that's a great pickup. Bluger was a good depth pickup, especially since William Carriage got injured, but I wanted... Max Domi to Vegas as well. I wanted another winger, just to, just one more. Wild. Just one more, but we'll get to that. Um. All right. What else? Colorado. Well, I mean, we got to talk about the back end trade. Uh, we're gonna do that with New York. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't see anything notable. Colorado. Right. The only England. thing that they really added was like Lars, Lars Eller. Eller. Yeah, Lars Eller, and that's that's really it. For a yeah. second. I mean. Huh? Yeah. That's you gotta really be that. be putting your faith in Lars there, man. It's yeah. not the ad I would have made, but still. Yeah, I know they're like super injured, so I don't know how close a lot of their guys are to coming back. Maybe that's just like another like he can fill in. I don't know. 
we'll we'll see. I don't think. I mean, they retain a little bit of salary dues, but two games, he's done nothing so far. I'll give him give him a break there, but yeah, yeah, interesting. Thirty three years old. I don't know. I just don't know if that's the the piece they needed. I guess like I mean, their roster is still pretty fine. I I kind of respect the Jack Johnson trade, bringing him back, which is probably for team morale. If I had to guess, uh, <laughs> I think that's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's look at Columbus. Um, where our good little bud John trading stopped yeah. for about one second. For 24 hours. 24 hours, then bounced down, down to Sin City. Yeah. Uh, and what were we saying? Hutchinson, it was his birthday. When he got <laughs> yeah. Was so, birthday. Oh, boy. That, earlier that morning, um, obviously, like the night before I posted my like quick to Columbus jersey swap, and everyone's like, how could you? That's sacrilegious. And I'm like, oh, whatever. And his agents, <laughs> not his agency, but like one of the people that like offer him services. So like if he moves or like, he just wants something, they like source it for him. They're like, Oh yeah, by the way, this guy's going to be playing in Vegas. And I'm like, yeah, and they're like, yeah. So get the swap done. I'm like, all right, bet. So quick <laughs> did not want to play in Ohio. And to be fair, who can blame him? So quick, uh, got flipped pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> no pun intended, but, um, yeah, love it. Love it. Yeah. Big fan uh, of that one. Talk for about sure. Or a check. Um, and he yeah. got his first win tonight, so yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, there's uh, the obviously uh, the Gavrikov and Corpusalo trade, mm-hmm. which finally happened. Corpusalo was a little bit surprising. I mean, like, I kind of don't didn't really understand why LA moved on from like basically the face of their franchise, even if he was old, you know, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and you replace him with um, Corpusalo, who I think has having the worst season been quick this year. Um, Maybe they just wanted to get younger, but I will. Yeah. I mean, Corpus Hall being a pending UFA, like I don't know, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, I think if you're gonna, so it looks like Corpus Hall is doing a little bit better in say percentage wise. Yeah. Um, but I, people, I feel like GMs tend to underestimate lately how important chemistry is. Like everyone says, yo, it's a business. Oh, it's a business. Like, yeah, we know that. Everyone knows that. But I mean, I hear players talk about it all the time. Like, oh, it's so rough when so-and-so got traded out. Like, years later. Like, that shit obviously affects them deeply. And this dude was a king for 16 years. Fucking 16 years. Like, that is ridiculous. Like, what a bitter end to a guy whose number is going to be up in the rafters. Fucking statue outside of the Staples Center. I'm not calling it the Crypto.com Arena. Like, (laughs) it's... Yeah, like, that's just such a shitty way to end his king's tenure. Like, I I feel for the guy... But I'm very excited because we got a goalie who has a fucking chip on his shoulder, and that's like the Vegas exactly. mentality. Like that's what we need. That's what we need. So the best part is if they get matched here, up baby. in the playoffs, the Knights oh, and the Kings. Oh my God, it's so sad. You you know yeah. Jonathan Quick's gonna be like, hey, <laughs> give me the reins. And it was a great boost of confidence to get his first dub. I mean, granted, yeah. he got three in, but I didn't. Were they good shots um, or? Two of them, the defense were just like like fucking had their hand up their ass, just like trying to mm-hmm. fucking picking for dingleberries i don't know what they were doing um and one he was just a bad angle he should have had one of them just a snipe on the short side but the other two like nick Hague standing in front of him that guy's like a million feet tall so he can't see he can't save it the other other two the defensemen are just like kind of just vibing out in the crease just like stick down straight posture like oh there's the puck oh it's in my net neat yeah so he played pretty good that's good um, and then last about Columbus is trading away Gustav Nyquist, another uh, dud from Detroit uh, for a dud. 2023 <laughs> fifth round pick. Dude, dud all day. 
<laughs> I mean, dude, he's a fourth round. Another pick. coming of Jesus. Well, like, he had multiple like tw- almost thirty shit. goal seasons. I mean, like he, he had one. He had a 28, 27, and then twenty one. But yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So 2013, 20, 13, 14, and fourteen, fifteen, and then after that, just <laughs> yeah, he plummeted with the rest of the team. But I mean, he's, he was still an, a decent <laughs> player. Um, he was part of the Red Wings regression. Let's call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty unfortunate timing. He played at the University of Maine. That's weird. I didn't yeah. know that. Interesting. Um, yeah. I listen. He's had a good career. I hated hate so. Nyquist. I, I didn't mind him. You hate everyone, bro. Yeah. Dude, you hate everyone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's understandable. Um, all right. Um, I don't think there's anything. Nose lung quit. Oh, no, that's from last year. All right. Nothing for Dallas. Uh, well, we Dallas, you got. About. They traded dad, dad, nov with retained salary or got dad, nov with retained salary. For yeah. Dennis yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. A decent ad so far. He's been popping off. Gurianov. Gurianov was that one weird player where he just popped off for one season and then he kind of just started to regress. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if it was like the system he played in or if it's just like, you know, just him. Right. Dude, looking at Evgeny Dadnov's like stat line, he looks like a player that shouldn't ever be like moved around as much as he is. Twenty-five goals in Florida. The next year he plays for Ottawa. Then the next year he plays for Vegas. Twenty goals. Then the next year he plays for Montreal. And now he's playing for Dallas. So it's five teams in four years for this wow. fucking guy, and he's playing pretty decent. <laughs> so he's, he's, part, he's getting the Vlad Nemesnikov experience, man. Yeah, we'll get to that too, but. Um, all right, so let's go to the wings. Um, Sunquist out to Ve- uh, Minnesota for a 2023 fourth rounder. Um, that's Verano. okay. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Sunquist. I thought he was a big body, but he kind yeah. of was just like a doof on the ice. Yeah, I think they could have got a little bit more out of him, just like a, just a smidge. I think like, shoot, so, shoot I think so too. Shoot third there, I, I was thinking third too. Um, um, the, he wasn't horrible, but he was no big body is a good way to put it though. And obviously, definitely they, not a first or second. Did have good chemistry with the other St. Louis former St. Louis players of the team. That was nice for the brief moment mm-hmm. in time we had him. But uh, just like Roland alluded to, the Verona trade. Yeah, reclamation project. Just in general. yeah, I'm glad he's out of Detroit just for whatever bullshit was going what? on with that. I don't even know what the fuck did this guy put up his nose to get <laughs> traded for a seventh with retain the salary Maybe he for banged two Stevie's seasons. wife too or something. I don't know, dude. Like I don't understand. Like I don't know. I think well then he would have gone to Toronto, but anyway. <laughs> um yeah, like Verona. I don't know. It's like he's always been touted as like one of the best five on five like snipers in the NHL. Like. Like you know, per yeah. the advanced analytics dudes that love percentages and graphs, but um, I don't know. I feel like I would love to know exactly what happened. I'm not going to speculate too too hard on on here, but uh, yeah, tough tough scenes. Um, I will say we still win the Mantha trade because I remember Mantha was getting healthy scratched earlier this year, and we got a fucking first out of that. So thank you, God. Washington, and they might not even make love the playoffs. <laughs> so another player I hated. Anyways, Veronic, um, <laughs> uh, I think was, yeah, was I think our blockbuster um, that we were able to snipe. Who was actually like hurt uh, the game we traded him? Like, yeah, he's like body still injury. hurt. Yeah, uh, but I don't think it's very. It's not like anything crazy. Um, no. But uh, twenty twenty uh, three first round pick from New York Islanders. Hello, yes. 
Uh, yeah, and a, and a really 2023 deep... second round pick from Vancouver. So that's a great fucking pick. That's an incredible trade simply because this is being touted as, and people say this all the time, but uh, being touted as one of the deepest first rounds we've had in a very long time. So a first round pick from a team that is on the fringe of making the playoffs and the Islanders, because uh, it was their pick originally. That is pretty incredible. So that's going to be like a nice. He was um he was producing some solid points though. He was almost scoring like a like I want to say like a point a game for quite a bit. Yeah, he's thirty eight he, points. He games. had yeah. He uh, every time there was a puck in the net, like he had something to do with it. So he was uh, definitely worth worth what he what he got back from him. So that's cool. Yeah, no, I think um, that the grad's a great trade. Did not expect that one one bit, but I approve. I don't know who the fuck Kyle Chris Casua is. That was from Chris Gola. That was from January as an AHL trade. That was an AHL oh, trade okay. to allow Vrana to play in Grand Rapids because there was like some veteran oh, role or yeah, something in right. the AHL. Like okay. a weird fucking. Yeah, it's on a <laughs> whack. Just weird. Um, and then we already talked about right. Tuesday a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. The Edmonton Oilers are up next. Um, Ekholm. The, the Ekholm trade was crazy. Yeah, this yeah. one has a lot of layers. You wouldn't expect. <laughs> really I, I I don't watch the Oilers. A first round pick. Yeah, from but to be fair, Ekholm, Ekholm has year. term. Ekholm had term, which is why they wanted him. I don't know about Barry if he was like a UFA at the end of this uh, season. This season, next season, but, uh, UFA after next oh, year. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I don't. So Tyson Berry this year, 61 games, 43 points. I know that's like, he's just like a Connor McDavid power play point merchant and like just just living off of Connor McDavid being the greatest hockey player to ever tie up skates. <laughs> um, but like, that's a pretty good stat line for a defenseman. And I, I don't know if it's like, if he was just bad defensively and they needed an upgrade there and like a, a bigger body, more physical, like well-rounded player like Ekholm. He might not put up as many points, but he might just be a better mm-hmm. defenseman. And he's got term. But Barry, like a little bit younger, putting up more points, making less money. I don't know. That one's a little wild to me. And the first round pick as well. Um, yeah. I don't know. That could go either way. I don't think it's like the worst trade, but uh, time will tell if Tyson Barry was just a product of the number one power play in the NHL. Yeah. Um, we can skip Florida. They didn't do anything. And yeah. Hartford Taylors <laughs> didn't do anything um, since 1996 <laughs> for this list. Kansas City Scouts um, didn't do anything either. Uh, obviously the Kings, but we kind of basically touched on all bases with those guys. I mean, yeah. they acquired uh, Eric Portillo he, from Buffalo for a third. Yep, U of M and, going. Yep. They obviously traded away Jonathan Quick, but they added uh, Gavrikov and Corpusol. I don't think Gavrikov is the answer. Or Chitrin was the answer. Chitrin was the answer. Chitrin and they was the answer. Yeah, and fumbled. they did fumble. Oh my God. His uh, children just scored his first with Ottawa, I believe it was today or yesterday, and it was a fucking piss missile wrist shot, like yeah. big fucking like crossbar bar down her around the fucking world. That thing was loud as hell. <laughs> that would have killed me if it hit me with full equipment on. So I think Chitron being a senator is the happy ending that we needed. You know, he's from there, correct? He's not from there. He has family there, though. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's cool. I think it's a good fit. I like Ottawa a lot. I think they might actually might make the playoffs. I think they might squeak into the wild card. And I would like and to see that. If they keep playing, yeah, they keep playing the way they do, then it's going to look pretty good. Uh, side note, I mean, Detroit. Yeah. I'm really mm-hmm. glad that Stevie just decided to sell after getting fucking sclounced by Ottawa two games in a row. 
Just made up a new words, glounced. Um, it's getting <laughs> absolutely shit stomped by Ottawa two games in a row and at a home and home. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, yeah, fuck this. Like, I'm I'm getting picks. <laughs> let's do it next yeah, year. Might yeah. as well at that point. <laughs> yeah. That's still funny. It's right after the Larkin signing, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is <laughs> tough timing, but weird. Um, yeah. Sign them for eight years, man. Um, <laughs> Minnesota. Um, we've touched on quite a bit of these because they made some the wild confuse me. You know what I do like though is that they signed Reavers for was it three more years? Who they sign? Ryan Reeves. Did they? Yeah, I want to say they extended his contract. Holy shit! They did. They did not on cap friendly. Yeah, no, they did not. Holy, if they extended Reeves for three years, Jesus. Oh well, I would respect that. Maybe just. The thing is, the Wild confused me because they're a team that was just like retaining on like the O'Reilly trades, the Orlov trades, and like sure they got like a fifth rounder or like some random ass like parts of the trade that didn't even need to happen. And then they obviously then they go out and trade for Marcus Johansson, then they trade for Gustav Nyquist, and then they trade for um oscar sunquist and john klingberg like bro are you buyers are you sellers like where's what's yeah, the deal just picking up all the uh <laughs> swedish guys jesus christ yeah yeah i the so marcus all three of those are, are swedish guys uh the marcus Johansson one is interesting to me because he played there before and wasn't very good so yeah another little, swede yeah look at marcus johansson's stat line johansson over... nyquist sunquist and klingberg all Swedes. <laughs> this dude's like resume 2016-17 Washington and then New Jersey Boston Buffalo Minnesota Seattle Washington Minnesota what the fuck is this guy this guy's doing the <laughs> fucking NHL Grand Prix he's on lap three right now <laughs> <is>. so <laughs> weird um, but yeah we pretty much touched on everything else the Orlov one and I, I agree mm-hmm. with Roland completely the retained salary transactions are a little confusing I, I guess because a lot of them are you know expire after this year so I guess it's just like free pick it's like a one yeah it's a one payment of three and a half mil for a yeah. pick yeah yeah so I don't I don't hate that it, it's a, it's interesting Bill Guerin's experimenting I kind of respect it but sure why not yeah that team's I don't I don't know I don't see that team going far but then again, I said on the podcast last year that Calgary was going to be the best of the Pacific and Boston was going to suck. So uh, <laughs> never listen to me ever anymore. <laughs> um. All right, Montreal. Not Other than they. the Guryanov thing, they just retained and yeah. made a bunch of like minor league transactions. Benino. They picked up Benino and uh, tra- picked up Benino, traded him away. Yeah, to Pittsburgh. They were just the third man. Oh, okay. Gotcha. We'll we'll get to uh, Pittsburgh. Right. We got some I got some words and some questions for that organization. <laughs> all right. Uh Nashville. Nashville is the big one, I would say. They managed to just get a king's ransom for anyone and everyone this year. Yeah, David Poyle going out with a bang. Uh that dude's been the GM since the start of the franchise. So he's been the GM of the Nashville Predators since nineteen ninety seven, July ninety seven, before I was born. He's been the longer the GM of the Predators longer than I've been alive, and he's Jesus, stepping they down. Traded Tanner Janelle for Cal Foot and one, two, three, four, five, five picks. picks: a first, second, third, fourth, yep. and fifth. Yep. The Ekholm trade also a pretty big one. Substantially, Reed Schaefer was literally the last pick I think of the first round this year. Um, yeah, it's this is a team in total retool, and they need they a rider did. for another second round pick. Yeah. And they did it great, though. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. How has Tanner Janot been over his few games, Roland? 
so he's been kind of as advertised. He's been getting like assists, which is awesome. But like you know that yeah, physical scrappy side, yeah, that scrappy side. That's what we really need, I would say, especially if we're going to go into a series against Toronto, who just acquired you know Nolachari and like those kind of guys. So I mean, I personally, I for one. Am not mad at the Tanner Geno trade. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are like jaw on the floor, flabbergasted, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. I, so mm. the way you kind of explained it to me, it's like those picks really aren't as valuable as everyone was making them out to be. I do think it's an overpayment, but I don't think it's like it's not going to cripple your franchise. It's not yeah. it's not going to ruin anything. You're not going to miss those picks. Like, mm-hmm. it, well, once we get to Tampa, I'll sort of like <laughs> deep dive a little more into that. Right, but um. Yeah, I mean, the Predators, they got a second for Mikhail Granlund as well, and they just, they also added Rasmus Asplund for just depth, and, you know, it's not mm-hmm. bad, considering this organization was kind of in, like, a spot of mediocrity, but at least they're retooling the right way, I'd say. I think the Preds yeah. have a bright future, but, yeah. I, I mean, know, I, like, I'm, I'm an advocate for, I think, turnarounds and rebuilds can be, like, one to two years. None of those, like, if five you're smart, to yeah. seven bullshit. Yeah, or if you're Detroit, it's uh, we're coming up on ten years, no playoffs. So <laughs> you really want to get me riled up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why we got Vegas now. So I brought yep. I brought Vegas into the family by proxy. So um, unrelated to anything we're talking about on Monitor Two right now, I have Arizona and New Jersey getting ready to go into overtime. <laughs> no way! <laughs> so yeah that's uh how how bro that's a phenomenal zero, question zero. No. <laughs> uh 4-4 four, four, and it's in arizona so oh, the, the mullet is about to be bumping i will keep us updated throughout the podcast Dude, let's go to a mullet game speaking oh, speaking of new jersey let's do a live cast from a mullet game <laughs> <laughs> oh man you imagine love it um all right let's go new jersey devils uh adding lazar for a fourth round pick to vancouver yeah, that's good value uh timo meyer the big one. Um, that's that's a massive trade. Scott solid. Harrington, Timo Meyer, a bunch of AHL junior picks, and you add a yeah. fifth from that. And San Jose gets Andreas Janssen, Fabian Zetterlund. He's he was all right. Nikita Ohodiak and Shakir Mukamadulin, and obviously the holy cow picks. I know. Glad you said it. <laughs> I know you would have butchered it, so that's why I did it. <laughs> yeah, Shakir Mukamadulin, uh, one of the best names in hockey. Curly in the KHL. Yeah, it plays for a team name that Roland knows how to pronounce, and I will not. Uh, is it Salavat Live Ufa? Yes, it is. Jesus. Yeah, see? That's the thing I use in the shower to like scrub my body, I think. But Yeah, um, <laughs> Ufa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Devils, Devils had themselves quite a good deadline. I think that they're kind of set for the immediate future, so giving up pieces like Mukamadulin or whatever, maybe Mukamadulin has like this un- crazy potential I'm just uh, over looking but like i think it's a perfectly fine trade for new jersey yeah i think well, quinn's gonna be a future devil anyway we were pretty much thinking mm-hmm, like Badu- for sure. muka Madulin is like the equivalent of like a first in this trade yeah. i mean he, was, he went drafted okay. first so um yeah. yeah i mean decent trade i feel like the sharks could have gotten even just like a tinge more just like a, just a little baby bit more but like um yeah not a bad trade for both teams and it could actually be pretty end up pretty fair I'd say, but I, I would say so, but I don't know if there's been talk about uh, Timo getting an extension. Yeah, so well, he has an RFA, we'll so they're, they're not yeah. like shit out of luck. They'll be able to flip it's like a ten million dollar qualifying offer. Oh god, yeah. So and he would definitely accept that qualifying offer, and they'd have to. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that'd be a one year ten million dollar deal. By the way, how fucking stupid <laughs> would that look? 
<laughs> I look dumb as hell. Speaking of dumb as hell, New York Islanders. <laughs> yeah, let's go, New York Islanders. What a, what a great segue. Um, they, other than adding Horvat retained at 25%, they just pure Engvall. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Pierre uh, Engvall, I've heard, is apparently a top six player for them right now. So, uh, looping back around to New Jersey real quick, Nico, he sure snipes Connor Ingram to win the game and mullet. Uh, nice. And they just don't care. They are not celebrating at all. They're, <laughs> I think they're mad that they went to overtime against the Coyotes. Yeah. So they're I, I, I would not blame them. Pissed. <laughs> so I've seen happier people at a funeral than I have Nico Heischer scoring mm. an overtime winner right there. So interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, back to the Islanders. <laughs> yeah, Let's I go. mean, Let's really, go. really is yeah. nothing to talk about, honestly. Like, it's just, you know, I don't want to say it's a boring deadline because obviously you had Bo Horvat, but like, come on, man. It's, it's it. Yeah. What happened to this big, like, wild card push that you were you were doing? Like I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sold on the legitimacy of the Highlanders again. <laughs> yeah, I never really was. I mean, I don't know. It's they continue to be a little boring, unfortunately. And I got some people that are gonna give me some flack for saying that, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like how how has Bohar been doing? So traded January thirtieth. Got eight points in thirteen he's, games. He's doing all right. That's fine. Yeah, he's doing okay. It's more so just the rest of the team around him that I'm thinking too. about. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, again, not much to talk about the Islanders. Yeah, give them some attention. Uh, let's go Rangers. <clears throat> so obviously, uh, the Rangers are the big one, man. So yeah, not much Pat happened with Kane. the Rangers. Uh, you know, nothing really notable. So we could probably move on from the Rangers. Yeah, just Tarasenko. Who? Yeah. Uh, just this guy from St. Louis. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> uh, and then some other dude from Chicago. Yeah, no, so. no one really crazy. Not like a legend of hockey or anything, you know. Yeah, yeah not an era defined player. All, all kind, all kind of busts. What um? All right, what is uh? What's the odds right now that Rangers win the cup? Because I already have money on Boston. Let me pull up Money Puck. They usually have pretty good odds for that stuff. They have that nice little circle chart. So put a moneypuck.com. So the New York Rangers have a ninety-two point seven percent chance to make the playoffs. Uh, and to win the cup, they have a one point three percent chance. Uh, highest odds to win the cup currently are the Carolina Hurricanes, seventeen point eight percent. Wow, damn, that's yeah. surprising. Interesting. I'm not putting money on them. Uh, um, yeah. Rangers are plus twelve hundred, so yeah. ten bucks wins you one hundred twenty dollars. That's not bad. I, I don't know. Not Patrick bad. Kane has not impressed me over the couple games he's played, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because it's Patrick Kane. Um, you know, minus four, no points over over two games. Uh couple of really bad defensive plays again he's never been a very defense first player you know he's no jack eichel but you know uh yeah just a couple of really bad moments i saw i've not seen anything of significance yet two games though so we're gonna give him some time greatest american born hockey player of all time that is not up for debate (laughs) (laughs) um all right let's go to you know i kind of have a hot take about the rangers sure feel like they acquired players that are too, like, puck-selfish, you know? Mm. Like, acquiring guys like Tarasenko, Kane, just noted snipers in general. And obviously, you know, welcome back Tyler Mott, right? But mm, Tyler Mott ain't going to be a game-changer, but... He also just got his head crunched into the boards by Austin Watson, so... <laughs> yeah, um... he did. He's a former teammate, by the way. 
Yeah. But I see what you're saying. Like it's almost like a kid who's who's playing NHL and is like, oh, who are my favorite guys? All right, I'm gonna put yeah. all these guys together. And not looking at anything other than <clears throat> like, are they goal scorers? And you yeah. put a bunch of goal scorers together, are they gonna actually work together or are they just gonna fucking shoot it and <laughs> ba- like half ass back check the entire game? Well, I mean obviously like, these are also- these are also the he guys doesn't even like, he doesn't even half ass back check. It's like a quarter check. <laughs> quarter glides, ass glides. Yeah. Uh, but. All right, Ottawa Senators. Uh, oh, big, Patrick Brown. Big. Yeah, blockbuster Patrick Brown. Golden Knights legend, of course. Um, Henderson Silver Knights first captain. Uh, a little bit of trivia. I actually could be wrong there, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. So. Um. Yeah. Uh, Gauthier. Yeah, Julian Gauthier from the Rangers for Tyler Mott in the seventh. That's a uh, bit of a crazy trade because wasn't Gauthier supposed to be like some crazy level prospect or something like that? He was. I mean, he went. No, you're right. He went 21st overall in the 2016 draft, so he's 25 now. Uh, he's older than hmm. me, so yeah, no longer a prospect at this point. He is just an NHL player. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. whose development probably just happened to uh yeah not not go as planned yeah <laughs> um all right flyers and do shit so let's get to I'm, you know what no, i think we should i think we should like take a moment to just talk about the flyers and how they horrendous <laughs> they are well, they no, just no. beat the red wings so they're the best team in the nhl but like how horrendous are they man like how do you have a gm that does literally nothing yeah, well, where are they at in standings right now? Uh, they're god awful. They're hard for <laughs> Bedard right now. <laughs> and and that's the thing too is like there was some like pending UFA contracts they wanted to move out. Like the we didn't even talk about this how the JVR to Detroit trade fell through last minute. Number one, why the fuck did that almost happen? And number two, why was that contingent on Detroit making another trade? What was the point? Why yeah. would what was Detroit's end game? Were they gonna flip him or? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Why would they yeah, want JVR? So I don't know. That's that the, the Flyers. I would have liked it. I would have liked him coming to. I would. I mean, it would have been fun, but it's like pointless. It's like, yeah, like, you know, we're not winning anymore. So it's just like we're selling. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I think um, Flyers deadline headline uh, was that they almost just traded JVR, and that was it. <laughs> almost, almost ain't good enough, man. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel who who's their GM Fletcher? Chuck Fletcher. Yep, and they are. How uh, are you so incompetent that you can't even move JVR, man? <laughs> I heard there was a town hall today, and I guess Chuck Fletcher spoke, and they he was like booed out of like the fucking like town hall thing. Nice, so, Jesus, man. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a tough look. Poor guy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Flyers didn't do shit. That team is just peak irrelevancy and mediocrity, and it is really interesting. Like they're 25th in the league. Like that's not good enough to get the first overall pick type shit. Like that's like mm-hmm. you're gonna pick like fucking seventh at that point, and like it could be Philip Zadina or it could be Quinn Hughes. Like <laughs> pick. Like it's it's either it's either like a sick player or just like just the worst. Just the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just peak irrelevancy and mediocrity that I don't know if they need to sell the team, get a new GM. I don't know. It's brutal over there. Um, Maron Hextall's handiwork 
in the past, kind of rearing its ugly head. And that's a great segue into the Pittsburgh Penguins. Who <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll pick up Kulikov for McGinn and a third round pick uh, for 2044 draft. Ugh. No one wins um, that trade, it looks like. They but... pick up Nick Bonino. Why? For half a salary. <laughs> why? Like, uh, Grandland. Why? why? <laughs> for a 2023 second round pick. You're getting older. Why are they doing a that? $5 million right wing who <laughs> scored nine goals last year. It has three, uh, well, two years after this year left on its contract as well. Um, so they traded for guys with term. Kulikov is a pending UFA. Um, but they're getting older. I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh's statistically the oldest team in the league right now. I'm I'm pretty sure they are too. And I would just love to know what Ron Hextall's philosophy is. I don't I don't know because I I remember waking up one morning and seeing an athletic notification on my phone. It's like why Ron Hextall is running the Pittsburgh Penguins into the ground. So it's like <laughs> a fucking like paywall journalist website is writing about how you're running an organization <laughs> to the ground. You got to be doing a bad job. Like. <laughs> yeah, just a rough deadline, but yeah. Thanks for Teddy Bluger. I think Bluger was a great pickup. I think that was a great pickup for Vegas. Yeah, because uh, <clears throat> it looks even better now because William Carey just got hurt for an indefinite amount of time. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, Bluger's solid, man. I mean, pl- uh, solid plus minus always tells me a lot about a player, too. Yeah, people, I don't know, people say plus minus is useless. So I don't think it's entirely useless. I think there's. I think it's one of the best statistics you can look at for a player. I, I think there's a lot of merit to it for sure. For sure, because like, um, you know, you got McDavid four points a game, fucking just like the greatest player ever. Pretty sure he's got a negative plus minus right now. So what does that tell you about his team? Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't until Ovi changed his shit around until they started winning games. Like, yeah, facts are facts. Yeah. Sorry, McDavid's a plus eight, but you should be more than a plus eight if you have 122 (laughs) points in 64 games. (laughs) (laughs) You're on the ice for you're on the ice for a lot of goals and a lot of them aren't yours. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah, um, all right, let's uh, San Jose. Um, let's see. Pick up Jacob Peterson. Nemestikov for a fourth. Uh, trade away Nemestikov for a fourth. Mm, boring. I wonder what their their philosophy picking up Nemestikov was. Or, well, say they flipped in Winnipeg. I wonder what Winnipeg's philosophy picking up Nemestikov was because they, like, are they? I mean, they're in in the central, right? Like, I don't really think it's that competitive. Yeah. Necessarily, I guess I just need another body. I don't know. I mean, the Sharks—they obviously got like you know King's ransom already with um, Timo Meyer and whatnot. They really didn't have to do much, but they obviously they moved Benino, send him back to Pittsburgh, and they just got stuff for him, which is mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I so. think uh, Edmonton fumbled by not trading for uh, Eric Carlson. You I really think-, think so. I think they did. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think you kind of bet the farm on that if you're Kenny Holland. You just like you just throw whatever they want and you get Eric Carlson. And I don't know. You just get like a million goals a game and then you just win. <laughs> you just win by brute force. You don't have defense. You just have offense. The best offense is a good <laughs> offense and no defense right. if you're Edmonton with McDavid. All that matters is you're winning games. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's nine to eight. Right. Exactly. So yeah, Kraken. Kraken did nothing, so we don't really yeah, need to touch on that. Yeah. Um, who's next? The Blues. Nothing. Well, not nothing. I mean, they Senator got Barbashev. Yeah, Barbashev, who two goals tonight. Who and, had Dino's? 
Yeah, he's uh, I think he's got five points in four games with the Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. So he's been playing great. I like it. But that's more uh, Vegas than St. Louis. <laughs> definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it was a good like he's a good like power forward, big body, can just fucking send dudes into orbit and can score goals. So it's just yeah. like I don't hate that. It's wild, man. They get rid of Barbashev, O'Reilly, and Tarasenko. Mm-hmm. Zoics. They, they're retooling on the fly, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. They uh they pick up Zach Dean for Barbashev, which um they could ban out. He was a first round pick by Vegas. Yeah. Didn't really impress in the World Juniors, but no, we'll see. Uh, All right. Uh, Tampa Bay. Man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, the, the elephant in the room is definitely going to be the um, Tanner Janot trade. But <laughs> the reason this is a good trade for Tampa, mm-hmm. um, first and foremost, everyone was like, oh, Cal Foot's like the guy for Tampa in the future. He's going to be their number one right side D. No. Let me put it to you this way. I love Cal. He is 10,000 times the skater that I will ever be. But on an NHL level, he makes Pat Maroon look like an Olympic figure skater. (laughs) (laughs) And that's putting it lightly. This dude's skating. Wait, is this Adam Foote's kid? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Foote. I'm kind of happy he's gone. Maybe he can rejuvenate himself in Nashville. Just get that, get it all going again. But like, I don't know, dog. Like I was, we have a log jam of defensemen anyway, right now. Right? Like we have obviously our top four, Nick Perbix. I know Lance hates that name. I just think his um, last name is so weird. Like that's just a weird name. Don't hate so, the guy. I don't know anything about the yeah. player. Perbix. Nick, so we got Nick Perbix, Mikhail Sergachev, Victor Hedman, Eric Chernak. Great. Now, you have Phil Myers, Ian Cole, Zach Bogosian, and Cal Foote all competing for the last two defensive slots. So you said, like, we, it was just a log jam, man. Cal Foote was not going to see any playtime here when I know Coop would much rather play Flurry. It's, it's sad to see that Foote never really panned out because last year in the playoffs against the Leafs, this guy was a shit disturber and just taking it to him. I loved it. But yeah, man. It's just sad to see, but Julian, um, with regards to the draft picks now, he had a press conference um, the day of the deadline, or whenever he made the uh, trade, and he was like, yeah, a 2025 first isn't going to help us win the cup in 2023. Mm-hmm. So you can understand where he's coming from, like, oh, great, the fucking prepubescent 18-year-old or whoever the fuck that probably is learning about the quadratic formula isn't going to help your team win this goddamn Stanley Cup. Right. So I'm personally okay with it. Giving away an entire draft class, like the second, the, the, the third, the fourth, and the fifth, and the second, um, I, I really don't mind. We're, we're going to find another, like, Andre Palat in the seventh round or something anyway. So everyone always forgets about that. Yeah, I'm not lucky enough to. I'm not lucky enough to see a bad Tampa team anytime soon. So, I mean, yeah. hey, as of right now, we're kind of struggling, but it's to be expected when you retool a little bit that much. We were never really like when Goodrow and Coleman came. They weren't like, you know, hundred percent like off the rip, like just kick ass team. No, they they struggled a little bit, and it's obviously the case here. We just yeah. happened to be in a bit of a downward window right now not window but like you know down moment i'll say i mean i was talking about it earlier i saw how kucherov point and stammer got benched for the entire third period of your last game and then you guys lost again i think today or yesterday or 
what was it? Yeah, you, oh, you lost six nothing to the Hurricanes today. What Ooh, the yeah. hell? Holy hey, shit! Hey man, you know it happens. So I ain't, I ain't too Thankfully, mad. Thankfully, my We're... Golden Knights could never, and they just beat Carolina and New Jersey. But I mean, you know, it happens. Well, yeah, but you also got to remember Carolina is one of the better defensive teams in the league. Yeah, and Vegas beat them. We're, we're so struggling like, offensively lately, so I, I don't know what's going on there. Something's got to change, but at least it's not Vlad Nemesnikov on the team anymore. Mm, that's that's a, that's a fair point. I also just wanted yeah, to point out, um, you know, yeah. on Cap Friendly, you can vote for who won the trades. Um, yeah. On the Tanner Deneau <laughs> trade, um, three people said it was a fair deal. Uh, eight people said Tampa won the trade, and 240 people said Nashville won the trade. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I, I could not blame him. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, like I said, I, I do agree with his philosophy of those picks aren't going to matter now, and I don't, really don't think they will matter in the long run. It's not going to cripple your franchise. I do think it is an overpayment, but again, it's not going to hurt your franchise as and much as some people we are thinking. we also have like a disastrous time drafting first-round selections, too. So yeah. who's who's that kid? Isaac was it Isaac Howard? He wore the suit. Who was that? Yeah, I mean Howard. To be fair, he still has potential. But like when you guys have like Brett Howden and those uh, type of motherfuckers, Golden like, Knights yeah. legend. So maybe Golden be Knights careful legend. what yeah. you say. <laughs> um. All right, let's go to Toronto. Uh, where the big notable one is Ryan O'Reilly coming from St. Louis, uh, which we already talked about. If you want to talk about enough of being bullied, look no further than the Maple Leafs, man. I mean, they, they just threw everything and the kitchen sink, which is a good thing and also a bad thing, in my opinion. Yeah, picking up McCabe and Lafferty for a first-round pick. McCabe and two, Lafferty, yeah, it's, it's two a good players pick. And a second-round pick in the following year, so 25 and 26 are losing a first and a second pretty brutal i mean listen at least dubas is he's not afraid to like just throw shit after because i think the felino trade for a first and then felino did le- legit nothing mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so i'm glad he's finally putting his balls on the table you so know, just it's time man like um i like the shen pick up yeah I'm former leaf i mean that that one's really cool here's yeah. here's the thing in my eyes if they do match up against tampa if you win it's going to be a little embarrassing to begin with. Like it took you this long to finally beat a depleted, like lightning team that's played the most man games over the last four years. And if you lose, it's going to be like, dude, what the fuck's it going to take? (laughs) Right. That's why I think Austin Matthews is just going to dip the first chance he gets. You either don't win a playoff series. You don't win the cup or like, you know, you win the cup. You did what you had to do. All right. Time to go home or get paid elsewhere. That's future Golden Knights, Austin Matthew. To you, Golden future, <laughs> future LA King, Austin Matthews. Uh, maybe it. don't say that ever again. But um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like they made a lot of changes just to make changes too. I mean, Eric Gustafson in the first. It's nice to have. I'm surprised Washington gave up the first from Boston. But um, yeah, man, I don't know. Eric Gustafson's having a good year. 38 points, 61 games as a D-man, plus nine. But... He, it's, it's not the same Gustafson from Chicago, though. Uh, Is it not? It No, it is. Oh, like, or do you just mean like in terms of like how no, he's playing? No, it, like in, in terms of how he's playing. Okay, yeah. I, was, I was looking at the stats. I'm like, well, this guy did play for the Blackhawks for like five years, so... Um, yeah, I think the same, I think that trade might have been a mistake, though. Um, 
I feel losing like losing Sandine, losing Engval, it's all affecting the chemistry of the team too. And I'm yep. pretty sure they've also struggled a little bit as of late too. Yeah. So, um, Sandine, first game with the Capitals, three points. How you doing? You, you know what? I love to see it. I'm yeah. happy for him. I mean, Dubas had his, like some awesome trades, the O'Reilly trade and the obviously McCabe trade. Yeah, those were great. Love those, those were awesome. No roster players given up. Like, damn, dude. Good shit. Love yeah. to see it. But I think you alluded to it. Dubas is getting desperate. He's, he plopped his balls on the table and it's just, uh, he's just going for it. I do think he fucked up the chemistry a little bit. Leaves have looked pretty, pretty mad over the last few games because of it. Um, you can see they were really emotional when Sandy and Engvall got traded in their practice. They're like hugging each other and crying. It was like, that's brutal. So, um, yeah, but I, don't know. I think I, I, we know Dubas doesn't have a contract extension in place. So I think he's just like all or nothing. Just like, fuck it. Like, mm-hmm. Do or die. If he, if, he, if, he, if he dies, he dies. Like, like he's going that like fucking Drago mode. Yeah. yeah. If if you're gonna prove something, prove it this year. But I'm sorry, with the roster you have, your conversation should not be first rounder bust. It should be Stanley Cup or bust. One hundred percent, without a right. doubt. This this is the roster. Ilya Samsonov has somehow turned into God mode as of late, which has been crazy. Your defense is probably as deep as it's ever been. Your center depth is off the wazoo like this this is it you you got to win now and if you don't like just yeah so i found found an article i found an article with uh if the season ended today what would be the matchups yeah it's it's been guaranteed toronto tampa for the longest time man and yeah so it's bruins bruins pens leafs lightning canes islanders devils rangers I really, I really wish the Sabres would get in over the Islanders, man. Dude, like Vegas Avs, that's a tough first oh, round. Oh, that sucks. I hate that. Kings my, cracking. My theory, my theory is the Avs won the cup last year just because Vegas didn't stand in the way. <laughs> hey, yeah. I love I love that theory. I'm all I'm all on board for that theory. <laughs> yeah. Um with Vegas Avs first round? As yeah. it stands today, yeah. Um, oh, wait, are the Avs Kings, Kraken, Stars, Oilers, and Wild Jets? Oh, the Avs are wild card. They're the second wild card. Oh, wow, I hate that. What the hell? <laughs> they'll what? they'll move up. We're not gonna fucking face them first round. Yeah, hopefully it's like fucking like Vegas, like Nashville. God, give me like a, just a team that was just like on we'll the cusp. We'll take any team on this fucking list besides Colorado. Give me a St. Louis winning streak. Like I don't care. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, no, thank you. I need Pacific team. Pacific teams are ass. Yeah, I'll take LA all day. Oh, I want that so bad. So, so yeah, so bad. just for the story, honestly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That is it. Um, all right, that takes us to Vegas with uh, quick, which we talked about. We not skip over Vancouver. Oh, uh, I'm looking at Vancouver. We covered pretty much everything with the other teams. Yeah, yeah, that's <clears> also yeah, true. Point where we're done. We're... But I mean, like, what are they doing though? Like they're they're trading a first to add for Philip Fronick, and then they're selling away the other like parts of their roster. Like, dude, is Fronick an he's a an RFA when he expires? So they obviously have some plans Man. for him. But dude, yeah, I don't know. I'm not con- I'm not confident in in Va- in Vancouver's management, dude. Like we, I think we need to devote like a, just a portion <laughs> to talk about like how much of a weird job Patrick Alvin has done. I think I don't know that team is just like 
perennial mediocrity. It's unseriousness, bro. <laughs> unseriousness is a good way to put it. Yeah, they they shouldn't be <laughs> necessarily as bad as they are. Like if I just take a look at their lineups real quick, I mean, a lot of injuries. Like holy shit. So, in on the injury front, not counting Koronik. Ilya Mikheyev, Tanner Pearson, Michael Furland, who hasn't played in like three years, Ethan Bear, uh, Oliver Ekman Larson, Travis Dermott, Tucker Pullman, all injured. So they're that's interesting. Um, I know Demko's been battling injuries all year. He's only played eighteen games. He's five and eleven. Holy shit! Um, Quinn Hughes is about the only bright spot. Quinn Hughes, Andre Kuzmenko, Elias Pettersson. I guess JT uh, Miller's yeah. played decently, but. Uh, JT the here. defensive liability Miller <laughs> but like they got Phil DiGiuseppe <laughs> on their second line with Miller and Besser so it's just like what the fuck's going on over there um, Kuzmenko that's a fucking what a beast I wanted Vegas to get him Vegas was one of the ones talking to him when he first came over yeah. in the KHL um, I like the Adam Bavillier in the, the, Ho- the Horvat trade I think that was you know getting a roster player that's pretty nice but uh, you put it best that team's just unserious as fuck <laughs> unserious is, is the word of the day and think we oh yeah we're gonna talk about vegas now yeah my bad i was about to jump over to winnipeg that's no, all good uh, i think we talked about every vegas move already barbershop he was nice yeah, we did barbershop luger quick i mean i you know yeah. listen i i saw I like somebody pointing out that a lot of the stanley cup champions who added at the deadline Never did so with the big moves like the Patrick Canes or whatever. It's always like the smaller moves, like the Blugers, the Barbashevs, the Quicks. Always like the small, like building block. The Goodrows, the Coleman's. Yeah, yeah, you get it exactly. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, Vegas obviously won the Cup this year. So, love it. Um, I, I believe it. Yeah, me too. I believe it every year. I believed it every year since the first year, and definitely <laughs> created a little bit of delusion. But that's all right. Damn near believed it in the first year. God. Oh God, yeah, that was that was. Oh, man. I got a hot take on that one in a future pod. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, my uh, uh, conspiracy theory. Okay. We'll talk about that. Um, all right, and then last but not least, the Jets. Yeah, I mean, I we they... talked about all these two, so. I've, you know... I do feel bad for the guys like Blake Wheeler that have been there like in their primes and like you know there was the one year where they decided to add a little more like getting guys like Paul Stastny and whatnot like that was I think the closest they've been and like yeah the inaugural Golden Knights year yep was Eastern Conference Final and then just what Western my bad sorry yeah like I, I don't know man wasted opportunities there and now not to mention Rick Bonus is your coach so I, I feel like this is just like it ain't it ain't gonna come back after this. <laughs> the bonus is that you don't get to make the finals. Congratulations yeah, the, on being the bonus. A the bonus team. is yeah, second round, second round peak. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate the the Nita Rider for a second one. That one's not too bad. Um, the Nemesnikov deal confuses me. Like, if this is your way of like adding or like giving your you know top guys support like it it take it from the Tampa fan it's not at all what you want to add yeah i mean you have experience with him as a player he was like okay ish on the red wings he was just kind of there like let me look at the stats real quick he just existed for a while points. man yeah yeah i don't know existing is a good way to put it he's just kind of been floating around in the ether but 
That about that about covers everything. We skipped over Washington, but we covered all their trades in a previous. Yeah, um, yeah. Previous Capitals. Uh, I, do you know? Let's let's talk about them just for a quick second, because like <laughs> it's not a rebuild. It's not a rebuild, but it's also like a weird retool. Like Sandine, the Sandine trade is phenomenal. Great job over there. But like, I don't know, man. They they confuse me. Like you're gonna extend Nick Jensen. <laughs> like huh yeah that one that one shocked me i was like oh he played for the red wings for a while then i looked and he's been playing for washington longer than he's been playing for uh mm. Cleveland, Detroit. so yeah i don't yeah, know quite a bit i it's it just like they're holding on for ovi to break the record because that's just gonna be such a monumental moment in their franchise they, they did say they're they're not gonna rebuild for as long as ovi's still in like you know his prime well then yeah. again when is he not right i mean he's only 80 goals from breaking that record so yeah, that's insane. Not they they want him to break it. Oh, yeah, he will. 100%. But you're barring anything, you know, some unfortunate event, but right. You know, knock on wood. I think he'll break it. Yeah, so pretty solid. Pretty solid uh little draft action here in late February, March. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be fun to see Kane and uh in a Rangers jersey. I yeah. think this was one of the best trade seasons ever in a, ever in a very long time at least it was one yeah. of the worst trade deadline days ever yeah because <laughs> everything <laughs> happened week, before yeah fantastic yeah. like week to month of just like leading up to it but yeah yeah you I mean, know um remember earlier this year when i was saying like gms are starting to get into like nba trade level territory you had that on the nose. like yeah this was like goddamn patrick kane face of the franchise just slam dunk you know yeah that was the, the jonathan quick one is still like one of the more shocking ones even though it's like not yeah. a, not as significant as the other ones it's just like why did that happen like i'll take it but yeah we talked about that with like gaudreau though yeah like moving that i like it i like having players move around because like it's great and all to be like familiar with like oh, okay like blah 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 plays for this team like he always has always you know like that yeah. kind of gets fucking boring though because then it's yeah. like saying what m- moves around you know yeah yeah i don't want it to be as bad as basketball just because i hate the nba so much but um i like it because it stirs things up and and i don't know it gives dudes fresh blood yeah no it, it keeps it entertaining it keeps it more engaging from like a hobbyist perspective like me someone who likes to peruse cap friendly and theorize and build teams and play GM mode and just play GM from my <laughs> computer chair for fun. Um, it makes that stuff really interesting. And um, yeah, to taking a page of the NBA's book in terms of how the league kind of operates, uh, Roland pegged that perfectly. It was, yeah, that is, that is exactly what happened. And I kind of hope that trend continues moving forward. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, you, you also said it well. I don't really care too much about the NBA. I probably will whenever Vegas gets a team. I'll start watching, but. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. LeBron um, as your owner. <laughs> I'll take it. Owner, owner, player, bring his son over, like play a season with his son. Like, dude. All the bronze. Yeah, seriously. It's fucking. Vegas bronze. Bronny Nevada. Um, all right, let's leave with this little tidbit and leave our hot takes for the next episode. What do you guys think? Let's do it. Sean Butchergrass tweets. That the NHL may be coming back to Atlanta. Bring back the thrash. I do not care. The jersey comes back. Alpharetta, Georgia is where they're looking, potentially. 
I think dun, dun, dun. how close is that to Atlanta? Let me look. Alpharetta. Uh, about thirty minutes. So they would still be the Atlanta Thrashers then. Um, yeah, they can yeah. still be Atlanta. So I think it's a great idea. The Atlanta Thrashers the last time had the fan support, but their ownership was just super cheap. Sold them out like super bad last minute, very unexpectedly. Like they just got screwed. They just got screwed. I think they deserve a second chance, but I think. 32 teams is the optimal number of teams. I think 33 to 34 is just such it's just, that's just getting too much. Yeah, because then you're only playing a certain team only a few times. Like the le- the more teams, the less you play each team. Yeah, like unless NFL, we're gonna yeah. unless we're gonna increase games, that should be a thing too. Like if we're gonna increase teams, we increase games. You like, know, I think it, I think <clears throat> it kind of falls in line to what was uh, brought up like a while ago, a few pods ago. How it's like the NHL was looking at adding games. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously, you add Atlanta. There might be a couple more expansion cities, like at least one for each division. And yeah, just imagine that. I yeah, th- it'd be I- cool if like Quebec and Atlanta come back in one year. That'd be wild, dude. That That's would be so that. sick. Yeah, like another, another dual expansion draft. Can you imagine? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be wild. Yeah, I just I think that's a little too much because like you look at the MLB thirty teams, NBA thirty teams, NFL thirty two teams, NHL thirty two teams. Um, I can't hate on the you know expansion because it gave Vegas a, a team, and I am very thankful for that. But I don't know. I just yeah, think, but how long was it between the last expansion? Uh, wasn't like I, twelve years. Columbus was Columbus was two thousand, so it was like seventeen years. Holy moly! Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Uh, 32 is a pretty solid number, but we'll yeah, there we'll see how it goes. I I almost want to say like, I mean Arizona. How long are they going to remain in the league? Like it's that like, one well, is that's, dicey. It's spooky. If the Tempe deal comes to you know <laughs> that comes true, who knows? That deal yeah. looks like it's with every passing day. It looks like the vote's going to go more in their favor. Um, and if Batman's that happens, little money laundering scheme. Yeah, shit, you're not wrong. I mean, if that happens, they have a 30 year agreement to not relocate for if that arena deal comes into comes into play. <laughs> so, um, well, that's not to say that they're not going to like fold or go under or some shit, but yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I I don't hate uh, the Thrashers coming back. I, I saw some other people speculating it could just be Butchergrass. Being Butchergrass and it's just like a preseason yeah, game right. going to be played there <laughs> like next year <laughs> or something. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's what you meant. But I will say Kevin Weeks did tweet earlier. Um, he's also ESPN with Butchergrass, but um, he quoted. Let me find the tweet here. Twitter's been very slow to load lately, which is just yeah, fantastic. Elon, love to see it, Elon. Job. All right. Kevin Weeks on Twitter. This page is loading like an image at a time. Um the Twitter at NHL to Houston tweeted, your 33rd and 34th at NHL franchises, the Houston Arrows and Atlanta Thrashers. And then Kevin Weeks quoted that saying with the eyes emoji and then the zipper mouth shut emoji. Mm, so like Kevin Weeks, not not a I'd bad like source. A second, we, Weeks, he's a been second on, Texas team. On his stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Cool. I don't hate that. I mean, Houston clearly wants a team. I think Kansas City wants a team really badly. Um, Quebec obviously wants it, probably the worst out of anybody. Um, yeah, I don't know. Could be interesting. I think. I don't. Hate I feel like Canadian at that team. point, if if you do add Houston, um, you'd obviously have to realign the divisions a little bit, right? 
Yeah, does Detroit so, go back to the West? Like, <laughs> I would, dude, that's what I'm saying. I would hate that. I would hate that. There, there needs to be like a team in the Central and whatnot. Why Chicago's more West be. than we are? Yeah. Well, St. Louis is. I mean, Chicago. They're both. They're yeah. They're both in the West. So. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's why I think Detroit's the odd man out here. Or Uh-oh. Minnesota's in the West too. Uh oh. Yeah. So I think. Uh, oops. Yeah, Detroit would be the odd <laughs> man out. Unfortunately, going back to the. To the West, if that happens, <laughs> that would suck. That would because so I'm a Vegas and Detroit fan. But. Atlanta to the Metro, Quebec to the um to the Atlantic. Then, Houston would be Central, right? Yeah. And who's the Pacific? Um, unless you, you just want to throw the Coyotes back into the Pacific, you could probably probably could just do that, yeah. Or you could put the. God, imagine like the Red Wings go to the Pacific or something. I would fucking freak out and just like, why did that happen? Like, yeah, that would be silly. I would be so mad. But um, I would get to see the Red Wings play more, which would be cool. But then I would be more conflicted because they'd be division rivals and be like, ah, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> geographically, this doesn't make any sense. Your expansion teams are ruining everything. Like, I'd I, catch I, more games. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I don't know. Dicey, dicey, rocky road. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Um, yeah, we'll see. I would love Atlanta to get another shot, though. I think they deserve it. 100%. All right, fellas. That about wraps up this episode. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next time.